Have you ever looked at someone and assumed something about their character based upon their birthplace? Welcome to the Transformative Daft. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 82 and we learn to avoid the error of brush-stroking individuals based on ethnicity, color, or gender. Welcome to the Transformative Daft and thank you for being my harissa today. I like to begin with a story. Rabbi, you need to talk to our son, said Sandy and Frank. He refuses to date Jewish girls. I met with Stevie to ask him what was going on. Well, I went out with Jewish girls, Rabbi, said Stevie. They're all the same. I'm not interested. Really? That's a strong statement, I responded. How many Jewish girls did you date already? Two, he replied. But the same story, different face. I'm done with Jewish girls. Well, your Basher is out there waiting to meet you. She's a lovely Jewish girl and a perfect match made in heaven just for you. When you were conceived, the heavenly announcement was made. Just think about it. If you don't continue to look for your Basharat, you will both miss out on your destiny. Today's staff discusses a married woman who says she no longer desires relations with any Jewish men. Previously, we learned that if a wife utters a vow of self-affliction, her husband has the power to nullify the vow eternally. If, however, the vow only affects their relationship, then his nullification only applies so long as they remain married. Would a vow of complete relationship abstinence be considered a matter of self-affliction? Let's look at the Gemara. Rava asked Rav Nachman if a woman took a vow that relations with her husband are forbidden to her, then according to the rabbis, it is a vow of self-affliction, or does it fall within the category of matters that adversely affect the relationship between him and her? He said to him, you learnt it. And if a woman said, I'm removed from the Jews, prohibiting herself from having relations with any Jewish man, her husband should nullify his part, the part of the vow that affects him, so that she will be permitted to him, and she may have relations with him, but she is removed from all other Jews, so that if he divorces her, she is forbidden to everyone. And if you say that this is a vow of self-affliction, why should she be removed from all other Jews? He has the power to nullify eternally vows of self-affliction. Conclude from here that such vows are under the category of matters that adversely affect the relationship between him and her, and therefore he can nullify it only with respect to himself. Let's analyze the Gemara. What's happened here in the case of the Gemara? This husband and wife have presumably had some conflict in their marriage, and instead of just holding him accountable, she goes and blames all Jewish men. Why would she swear off all Jewish men because her husband is being difficult? As ludicrous as it sounds, unfortunately, that's what many people do. They have a bad experience with one type of person, and they paint every other individual with similar characteristics with the same brush. Maybe it's the young man who won't date another Jewish girl because of one or two dates that went sour, or maybe it's the foreign worker that you hired who doesn't show up to work on time, and so you decide that all people of that ethnicity are lazy. We need to judge each person on their own merit. It makes no sense to brushstroke people who look the same or belong to the same group as all the same and all guilty. Whatever issue you experience with one individual has no bearing on anyone else who happens to share a similar background. If only we were quick to judge favorably groups of people when we had a positive experience with an individual. Instead, many of us will look at that person as the exception. God is colorblind. He is every human being's father in heaven. If we desire to be godly, our relationships must be more penetrating than our skin-deep tendencies. Regardless of ethnicity, creed, color, or gender, every child of Adam and Eve was created in the image of God. Judge every individual on his merits. 
the Almighty doesn't separate people according to some sort of color-coded categorization. He loves us all equally, even as he assigns different missions to his different children. May you grant every individual in your life a fair chance, irrespective of their family background. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful about Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.